Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 30th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, do good. What a good. day. Victory, victory Monday for me. You know, rough loss for you, but was it a victory in the long run? We'll see. I mean, sure, it's a victory. I'm happy that I, I feel bad for Freddie. Seems like generally like a good human being some coaches are not good human beings freddie seems like just a, a, a generally good person but i i say that with absolutely no you know intimate understanding of of who he is outside of the press conferences and coaching but it was time to go freddie so, slow cook so slow short. cook didn't even it was give freddie. him time, didn't give him time to operate the slow cook what the best was the day started with reports that a win against the Bengals, the worst team in the NFL was like, could be determinative of his fate. Like that's the most Brown shit ever. You know, it, it's like, what, what does like three hours against the Bengals? It shouldn't change a thing. And of course it lost. And all it did was probably hasten what should have been done. It, I don't know. Freddie said he it's was a, blindsided. Uh, yeah, I feel bad. Organizational support. They're tweeting sad pictures of him. I, that kind of pissed me off. Like these news stations, he's like, you know, melancholy walking out of the headquarters. But like, this is the same old brown shit, though. Every year, you know, we fire the coach. You know, we're sick. We have a top ten draft pick, and uh, we have the QB might be a question mark. Like it's all the same, and somehow. Someone tweeted this. I saw we had the leading rusher in the NFL and two 1000 yard receivers and lost 10 times, you lost know, 10 D times. Derek Henry uh, overtook Chubb. For the, oh, he did. Yeah. All right. Cause he only ran him probably 13 times today. So that's, I mean, whatever. Same old Browns. Andy, I'm seeing lots of rumors that Mike McCarthy is a prominent candidate. If we hire Mike fucking McCarthy, I'm done with the franchise forever. I like we go to that, like the guy who was allegedly like sleeping in meetings or just showing up, like just had totally mailed it in, checked out on the Packers, you know, with Aaron Rodgers as his he QB. Still lives we hire Mike Green Bay land. If we hire Mike McCarthy, I'm done with the Browns. It, it's all nothing's going to change. Well, Our ownership you know what, you know is. What I heard? A, a, on that, I think Simmons was talking wow. about it. Was that Mike McCarthy has hired? He has a, his a coaching staff. They just sit around and watch football together. What? Yeah, he hired. He has like assistant coaches right now. Oh my god! I if think we it was on Bill him, Simmons' pod. It's pretty smart. Think, like, They've just been watching football all year. He might figure some stuff out. Um, think about that. that's the super bowl that's a super bowl winning coach our ownership sucks it's just like this is like they've been owner they they bought the team in 2012 this is the sixth coach that we're gonna have since then that's just nothing's changing it doesn't matter if bill belichick comes back or nick saban comes back it's just it starts at the top it's just a revolving door we're never gonna be good and i i don't know it it's it's apparently Paul D Podesta, aka Jonah Hill from the uh, from the Moneyball movie, is like now you know taking control of the franchise and power play. So that's good. We got Jonah Hill from Moneyball is now running the Browns. But I mean, in all honesty, it's probably a good thing. He might be a genius, but it's just total circus. I, I'm done. I can't. Freddie's gone. He was not a good coach. Of course, 
they're just burying him on the way out. Like, you know, rumor one long time NFL person said he had no understanding of the offensive process either during the week or on game days. Like all these sources are just, just burying him on his way out. So, but that's it. I'm out. I'm done. done. I watched, I watched none of the Bengals game today. It's all allegedly right. whatever. All right, let's move on. Yeah. I'm not go. even going to bring up my team barely beating a, a team full of second stringers. You know, during the course of this year in review research, I like kind of looked for some old tweets. I found one that said, I'm convinced the Browns are going to the Super Bowl, which was quite a day to find that old tweet from August saying the Browns are going to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. All right. Who'd the Bears beat? They beat uh, the entire second. And Minnesota didn't play any starters. <laughs> and we won on the last last minute Mitch drive, tri- triumphant Mitch drive. Made a gutty fourth and ten conversion. Yep. To beat the the Vikings <laughs> second string entire team full of second stringers. <laughs> home at home, right? And no, no, at at Minnesota. Okay. But the, that that last minute drive really, you know. And we made a field goal. That, that was kind of fitting that our that season our season ended with a game winning field goal. That is fitting. If you had told me that at the beginning of the year, I'd be thinking yeah. we won the Super Bowl. So shotgun list shotgun star listeners will be you'll get a reprieve from Browns Bears talk for a while. Uh, it was a fun. I don't know, a couple months there, the first start of the year, at the beginning of the year, but season, I should got, say. Got depressing. Got really dark quickly, as it usually does. All, All right. right. We're off uh, football stuff. What do you, any, any golf matters you want to talk about? You want to hit on Kapalua real quick? Yeah, sure. We may or may not have an episode on Wednesday. Still talking about it, but one We're thing. We're in deep contract discussions. <laughs> I saw, I saw a, an article today that said the, the Century TOC field is loaded. It's actually like about as weak as it could be. Yeah, like not, Tiger's not playing. So three of the four major winners from last year are not playing. Tiger, Brooksy, Shane Lowry out. Rory, Phil, also winners last year. Do you think year. Lowry's still partying? He might be. He could be. I mean, especially holiday season. Oh, yeah. I'm at the point where, yeah, yeah. So it's bad. Um so I, it's kind of it's it's really kind of a stinker for this event for a limited field. I'm not saying it's not worth watching, but they really didn't. No Rory or Phil, three of the four major winners. Well, you know why? Sydney Pan. What what's the the bread man shunned it? He's not going. What? I'll tell you what's, why. Yeah. The date it stinks. I know. It's the day after New Year's. They can't do anything about that. Yeah, they can. No. They get to set the schedule. Schedule? Yes, yeah, it's, it's their call on the schedule. I <laughs> I think they start the first Thursday after New Year's. Whenever that they, sometimes it's the fifth, sometimes it's this year it's the second. It's garbage. I, I, this, I was I realized this when we were trying to figure out when to record a pod. <laughs> I know it like, is. What the hell? It's way too tight. So we we. So it's just it's it's not a strong field. It's pretty bad field, which I'm surprised Rory. I thought, you know, with his American wife now and this was his new routine. He was going to celebrate the holidays at uh in, in Maui, but he's out on it too. So just just I'd say you got JT, DJ, Ricky'll be there and his, you know, some boom activation, uh, you yeah. know, it's catnip. Catnip maybe for for the aggregators i don't know where they go next one of those grass skirts or something i don't know what, what's he going to be wearing so uh he'll be there yeah but that's it it's it's kind of weak cam champ will be hitting 500 yard drives out there oh, yeah. <laughs> get the trade winds going <laughs> down the side of a mountain but downwind that that's another that is catnip <laughs> So, but it's, it's, I was shocked when I saw it this week, the, the lack of star power really at the top. So uh tough break for the people out there. Okay. Uh, next bit of news before we get to this final year interview portion. Um, did you see this golf week survey, so to speak? Of, of course players. I saw it. You tweeted it. You, you, you brought it to my attention this morning. It was a nice Sunday morning gift. <laughs> 
So Adam Shupak, uh, just gathering information. I don't know when over the course of the year, it's maybe some post you kind of do this week between Christmas and new year's about, you know, asking players if they had that they needed to hire someone to design a golf course, whom would you choose? And, you know, it's mostly, it's, it's kind of the usual stuff. There's a lot of core Crenshaw, some Gil hands. There's and lots st- of, there's lots of uh, blanket terms that you, that, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Would describe, describe what? someone with a very shot values. Idea. Yeah. Shop. Just, <laughs> um, I see his courses really well. What does that mean? Um, so a lot of core crunch, a lot of Gil Hans. Then there's some, you know, they asked if they could do dead guys and a few people throughout, you know, Rainer, McKenzie, things like that. Uh, and then there's Bryson, who did not opt for an actual designer. The only no. player who, who didn't act. Why would he? He's a genius. I mean, this, that, that's... So the answer in and of itself is amusing but the way it just sticks out in contrast to everyone else providing a real answer is what really pushed this over the finish line bryson dechambeau's response was it's me i've got so many great ideas i can't wait to start showing them in the next five years um i i don't it speaks for itself on his face bryson is i might have to get him on the fried egg pot talk about these ideas there were talk of, about your design ideas, Bryson. There were a ton of good replies. They tweeted it out. A lot of people, you know, what was it? Uh, every, from- hole, every hole will be the same length, like his irons. <laughs> a lot of people went with that one. Ponds full of chocolate milk or something like that. Also, all sorts of stuff. Someone called it, it will be called TPC Theranos. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just another every time the guy opens his mouth. He's it's, amazing. It's pure, unbelievable, Bryson DeChambeau. It's it's when you think I'd actually love to see a, a Bryson designed golf course. I'd love Oh to. yeah, that's the thing. I would I'd go, I'd go there like the day it opened. When you think you might be caricaturing him a little too much or you're you're kind of pushing the boundaries of what's like yeah, are you extending really what he said or what he means or how he is? He kind of ups the ante. He's beyond parody at this point. And this was just the latest example. It's me. And it can't just be, he can't just say it's me. I would like to do it. You know, I, I, I think I can build something good. It's me. I've got so many great ideas, self-proclaimed great ideas. So I think, I think I've got a perfect project for him to start. First project. What is this? I think he should take a crack at the the four three design of the twelfth hole at TPC Sawgrass. <laughs> four three design since when? Since like... twenty sixteen, I think. <laughs> so there's got to be enough money in the banana stand for them to yeah. get one more uh, one more crack at it, right? Well, they just did this TV deal, right? Or yeah. however many millions dollars. Um, the, the other thing, there's a golf course here by, uh, in Chicago called Cantini. They've got this 18th hole. It's an abomination of a hole. There's isn't water. That, isn't, that, isn't that pronounced Cantigny? No. Cantini. <laughs> if it, there's water everywhere. And yeah. there's a bunker that's got, that's in the shape of Dick Tracy's head, like the Dick Tracy hat. You wait, know? wait, say that again. There's, there's what? A bunker. A bunker? The shape in the shape of Dick Tracy's like head with his hat. Deliberately. Yes. It was done that way. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Think every Bryson design could have his like emblem oh, the, with the, his hat. The, the Hogan cap painting yeah. over <laughs> in a bunker. Here are a couple oh. ideas I got for Bryson. That's his signature. <laughs> what would you hazard? What would you would be his design philosophy, whether it was just doing the twelfth hole or in general. I think it would be like, very soft. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I think I I just think that Bryson. I just would love. To, I'd also love to interview the person that gave Bryson the project, and get into their head of what were they thinking, <laughs> giving Bryson this job. 
uh, it was just it was just such a gift on December, you know, late Christmas gift. Today, we, today on site, we learned how bulldozers really work. <laughs> uh, imagine him getting into like the different maps, you know, the topo, and, like all that, like just trying to reinvent, trying to overcomplicate that, reinvent how they actually work and what they really mean, telling us what it, how it should really be. He'd probably be trying to drain stuff uphill. <laughs> um, Going to 3M, seeing if they have any tools to push water uphill. All right. You know, all right. Uh, anyways, just just really enjoyed how that stuck out as ever. You know, Harris English, Seth Rayner, Tony Fina, Alistair McKenzie, Bryson DeChambeau. It's me. I've got so many great ideas. All right. Let's get on to uh, ad read quickly, and then we'll do our year review part five. Part five? Did you think we were going to get to part five? Uh, I thought we might just call it quits, quite honestly. Not even good. I almost called quits today when I was doing research. Yeah, I said, let's just go through the open. But we, nevertheless, we got through it. Okay, ad read. Our friends at Journeyman, still around as well. They're hanging with us through these. Uh, hey, holiday season's not done. Well, here's the thing. You're talking about this. We've got, you know what I did on the 28th on Saturday? We had all those college football games. I put on the cider, warmed it up for people. We had some people over, watched that, had some barbecue. So holidays are kind of just an interminable, like two or three weeks here. Holidays aren't just one day. So not over yet. We've got New Year's Eve coming up, New Year's Day. I think New Year's Eve is the most overrated holiday. Always a just a falls flat, in my opinion. I think what whoa, New Year's Day is a great holiday, though. New Year's Day is the one. New Year's Eve, yes, it's like you've got these bars, like the all the all encompassing package, right? It's like the all included, and they're serving you like just crappy like nachos that you probably pay, you know, paid in one bulk uh, whatever bulk price ticket price, and, and it's like you, you we're feeding you. We're giving you $2 rail drinks, all this shit. It just never, ever lives up to the hype. Um, New Year's Day is where it's at, in my opinion. It's we, we actually started our own tradition where we're like, you know, go watch the Winter Classic, bowl games, actually get after it on New Year's Day. Yeah, so I, that, I, it's way better. So for that, I would recommend Journeyman, Spirits. They got lots of spirits. They got Old Country Goodness, which is made of apples and liquor. They got... Featherbone, what is that? Rye or is yeah. that whiskey? Um, they got they got they got gin, they got vodka. If you're not into if you're not into the brown juice, the, the, they the got other stuff. stuff too. They've got the Silver Cross whiskey. I just so I just I, did, I just went on and used their Spirit Finder. It's on our uh, on our website on our landing page. journeymandistillery.com slash shotgun start. Yep. Because I wanted to see if I could go out to Hawaii and maybe get worse of the wear with uh, Bob Allenby next week. <laughs> you know, and, and it looks like I got to pack my own journeyman. You know, they don't they aren't out there yet. But getting, getting across the, the Pacific. But if you want to yep. find journeyman, that's how you do it. You go on the website and you just punch in your in your uh, zip code. Trying yeah, to no. struggling. I was gonna say area code. That wouldn't work. <laughs> Zip code. Zip code would work. They'll tell you where you can get it. You know how far away it is. What specific store? So that's journeymandistillery.com. Shotgun start. And I'm not. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm pr just providing a recommendation here. But this is a good week for this, in my opinion. We're gonna have New Year's Day, as I just alluded to, and as you are already bitching about. We are we have a uh, golf starting, so I, I would recommend golf. Yes, Thursday night we're gonna Century TOC. You build a fire, you pour a, a bourbon or whiskey, whatever you want, and that's that. I I just think OCG cock, Thursday night, Friday night is a perfect perfect opportunity for journeyman. And I, I just came together. Are I you just, gonna Are you gonna have some on Thursday night? Yeah, I will. Maybe I'll. Are we supposed too. to be recording Thursday night? Yeah, we got to record tomorrow. at like midnight. So I'll have it like during that. the recording. So build a fire, watch the golf from Kapalua, and sip on some journeyman. 
All right, let's move on to uh, the year in review, part five, picking up post-U.S. Open. Am I on Travelers? I have Travelers, right? Yeah. I hope. You okay. got Travelers. Travelers Championship. Chaz, Big Bill Reavy gets his first win in almost 11 years. Who's, who would have seen this coming? <laughs> the shotgun startwoods <laughs> saw this coming. <laughs> Chez Reevy gets his win. He wins by four. He goes 65, 66, 63 of first three rounds. He went from six back to up six on with this Saturday, 63. Um, Who made a mess late on Sunday? Wasn't didn't one player just feel like they were playing like ping pong on one hole? Might have been Keegan. He was oh, involved. yeah, Keegan. Yes, he was it was Keegan. I feel um, like he like chipped into the water or something. Just. I just remember on that par three, just a yeah. just an awful display of golf on like seventeen or yeah, could have could have been Keegan. He was near the top of the leaderboard. Um, other notable names in the field: Chip McDaniel. This is kind of when the, this is the, the middle of McDaniel mania. He took the red eye from Pebble Beach. He played all four oh, rounds yeah. there, made the cut, red eyed from Pebble to I think boston maybe and he, he books it down to the monday qualifier where he gets in a nine for three playoff and gets in uh hartford finished i think t43 after he made the cut then in hartford played with brooksy beat brooksy uh and finished like t43 tumbled down leaderboard on sunday uh you know how tired he must have been yeah it's kind of nuts nine for three pl- plays pebble on sunday He's in a nine for three playoff in a Monday qualifier on the other side of the country. I just think about how tired I was after the U.S. Open. <laughs> yeah. Then I had to go play 36 holes of golf because of Smartin, you know. Oh, you did that. Yeah. He would have complained if I'd canceled. I played golf the Monday morning after U.S. Open. It was maybe the worst ground of golf I played all year. <laughs> Unfortunately. It wasn't very good. Well, you were with me. I did get off the first tee, though. Um, Okay. Elsewhere, other names. I think your next six shots on the first hole went about 10 yards combined. That's bullshit. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I got Three, 310, right down the middle of the fairway. <laughs> next, next six shots combined 15 yards. Um, so, yeah, he had to be tired. Uh, elsewhere, Spieth miss, misses the cut by a mile, with, offers these alarming quotes. Just no parts of my game are where I wanted them to be. The results, so this was after he finished like top 10, three in a row, or I don't know, maybe not in a row, but you know, he had the PGA, the Schwab, one other. Were those really top 10, though? I think so. Or were those just like, you know, here's what, well, here's what he where said. The ball just happened to find the hole. Right. I feel like that should be newly rated top 10. Like when like you a, have like an anomaly, like an like abnormal, out of this world. Performance. Like house, house of cards top 10 kind of thing. Yeah. So that's what he said. The results from the other weeks were strictly really putting. It was putting and shipping. I hit the ball below average and I just made up for it. Uh, the things I've been working on are so drastic that it's just really difficult to try and play through it. I need to gain significant control of the golf ball, tee to green. That wouldn't happen. Um, this was also just uh, Phil came to terms. He says straight up, I'm not going to win the US Open. So maybe he just won't show up at Wayne Foot this year. Uh, Matt Wolf makes his pro debut, along with Victor Hovland as well. Wolf, Bobby Diaz, and Sepp Straka won Fan Vote Friday after a, another kind of social media push led by a few social media folks, beating like Bryson, Jason Day, and others. Um, what else? Have? Oh, this was like, this was ultimate kind of Kepco week in my opinion, on like just defining his whole ethos. So he starts the week kind of bristling about those Canadian Open quotes where it's, you know, like, you know, everything's just practice for the majors. Starts the week. Let me set the record straight. It's not that I don't care about the, these events. Some people took that and ran with it. I can't, you can't believe everything you read. So he's upset that people, you know, are saying he didn't care for the other events. I told my caddy, Ricky Elliott, 
we're going to take a mental approach to this to Hartford. We're going to take this, try to take the same mental approach we do at the majors. I'm going to try something maybe a little bit different and see how it works out. Three days later, I'm dead. I'm fried. I was yawning in the fairway. I don't remember that ever happening. So he went from saying, I'm taking a mental approach that I do at the majors to yawning in the middle of the final round. My body's starting. My body's starting to ache. I'm not over the PGA. I don't think I've ever yawned on a golf course. I was yawning today. Um, and then he throws, throws a little bit of this kind of flex because I'm meant, I'm not just mentally drained from playing in a major, you know, but if you're in contention, you're going to be drained. If you're not in contention, it's a lot easier. Uh, it comes from being from playing, comes from being dead from playing so well. So it's that flex. It's like, I just don't go to majors and, and lollygag through it like Bryson. Nobody told that to Chaz. What's that? Winning the next week? Yeah. Uh, so it's also a big week for that Zach Sucher story. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still around. Sorry. Didn't mean to so it's like he, he died. He passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's like taking it. He talks about taking out credit cards. It's from Nick Menta to pay bills when he missed more than a year due to injury. Uh, says he went 200 day, 210 days without income for the tour's disability policy kicked in. And then it was time to go back. He had to pay for expensive trips to web events, you know, in South America. Uh, he's like, we bet on ourselves. And then he made, I think, 633000 with his T2 and was one hundred twenty. How did he do the rest of the year? I don't know. That's a good question. If I was, I don't know. Did he make the FedEx Cup? I don't think so. He, oh. uh, uh, maybe. No, no he no. played. He was playing Web. He was playing Corn Ferry Finals, not Web. Corn <clears throat> Ferry. Um. Okay. Um. Jay Day was seen practicing after every round with Stevie. Stevie boot camp is in full swing. This is really, he's talking about, I was like, we're looking long-term at this thing. Like I'm looking at 2020 working with Stevie on this stuff. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Brandel Chambly said it was going to last as long as Affleck and JLo. I think he was right on that. You, it, uh, I think the quotes were like, if Stevie says practice, we go practice. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Stevie says I need to chip more. I go chip more. Uh, a couple, you know, more more personally related to the podcast things. You had that flashback story, and I can't remember who it was. Someone hit a three wood into eighteen on the playoff with Bubba Corey hitting Pavin. like a flip wedge. Corey Pavin. <laughs> That's two thousand eight or two thousand seven. Right. We don't need to get he into like it. popped up his driver. That was one of your best flashbacks. Guy was hitting a three wood versus Bubba hitting like a flip wedge into 18 in the playoff. Um, wasn't it? Didn't you have a story about Bryson was hitting like a lot of balls on the range? Some informant told us that, right? I think so. I can't trying to figure out how the ball really works or something like that. Or I I forget what that was. Um, well, he figured shafts out and he's got to figure out a lot of balls next. Then you also said that the travelers should change their logo to an NBA ref doing the traveling signal. <laughs> one of your dumber suggestions of this That's year. That's a good one. It was great. Just Joey Crawford. <laughs> Dude, it'd, be, it's, it'd be amazing. Just totally debranding after paying millions for the title sponsorship. <laughs> do you do you want to sell a lot of merchandise or do you want to have it, you know, have people buy insurance premiums? <laughs> Uh, all right, off the course stuff. Louis Ustase and Swain, remember, got cited by Jay Billis. This was the middle of the draft week, and everybody aggregated that. Jay Billis talking about, you know, the fifth pick, like watching him shoot is like watching Louis Ustase and Swain. Very random. Uh, this was when Westy was really seen looking extra thick, thick Lee. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was getting ready for, he was just getting ready. He was tapering. Tony, Tony Romo WD'd from the Northeast Am right after he WD'd from the Dogwood, prompting us to. Th- I don't know, he's getting all these spots. The WD, 
from Primo Am events. Prompted us to kind of, eh. he's also in Sketcher ads. So I don't know. Um, first edition ever of Fireside with Phil, which is a big thing, I guess. What, what uh, was it on? Someone taking a dump in the cup at Memorial. Corn for it. Do, do you think he listens to the pod? No. Talking about dumps in the cup? No. We we took the dump from the cup thing from him. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Lou Brown. What about the dump, dump in the box? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that was the cola guard. That was unrelated. Uh, What else? Matt Wallace. This is when he got up in his caddy's grill after hitting two in the water at the BMW International Open. That was a big drama. There was rumors that he may have like pushed his caddy or hit his caddy. Wallace might be kind of a psycho. Yeah. And the women's PGA at Hazeltine, Hannah Green wins, and then Michelle Wee was uh, broke down in tears saying she didn't know how much more golf she had left and just appreciated being out there. And I don't think we saw her play. No, I don't think she played the rest of the year. That's all I got, Traveler's Week. Big one was sort of Brooksy yawning. Travel. <laughs> that was one of your better, most more random. That's like, actually, I, I forgot about that. I we were pretty looped. I'm going to make my own hats for this year. That might be the first piece of Shotgun Start <laughs> merchandise. The Traveler's Championship? <laughs> Traveler's hat. Just so need dumb. a good just need a good graphic. So dumb. I don't know how you could make the the graphic. Right, right, where, right. Where, it's a moving you can make arrows simulating arm, you know. I, I it's hard. Maybe to, three refs right next to each other, each in a different traveling pose. It should be that silhouette of Joey Crawford doing the hop skip traveling call. <laughs> like, that, 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 that. Anyways, all right. We're off uh, Travelers, off we're to, going, to Detroit. We're going to Rocket Mortgage, the Ricky, <laughs> the Ricky Loan Championship. <laughs> the PMI backboard challenge, right? Oh, there's so many backboards. This it was, was uh, like a this pinball was, This was kind of like backboard fever. <laughs> yeah. This part of the season. That's yeah. what I noticed was this part of the season. Yeah. Backboarding was really, really getting, running rampant. I remember we had someone on the greens committee or something at Detroit golf club, just sending us all these like, uh, kind of flabbergasted and frustrated DMS to what the tour was doing to the course, but go ahead. Do you know who won? Nate Lashley. I remember that wire to wire when he won by six. Holy cow. Yeah. I don't remember that. Everybody was thinking he was going to be nervous on Sunday. He just came out blazing. Um, Doc Redman. Uh, it, Lashley was an alternate oh, coming yeah. into the week. Wasn't even yeah. in the field. Didn't make it didn't make it through the Monday. Got right. in late. And then Doc Redman finishes second, who Monday in. Huh. Okay. And so he earned he, his yeah. card uh, via this card. event. Okay. So yeah. think about this. Think about the tour. You got two guys who are, aren't in the field. Finish one, two. Isn't that a sign of like that the best players aren't on tour? Like they they don't even get into events because of this stupid system that has JJ Henry getting spots. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's just a one week anomaly. Well, Corey Connors won. Same That's true. way. That's true. That's true. There's just a lot of kind of fat. Sung J M was had to play like one of the greatest web seasons of all time for way too long and then he came up and just was unbelievable get this get the crap off the tour yeah you gotta rethink the status how they organize it um Uh, boy from bratislava finishes t-third okay big sabo week wow hovland finishes t-14 okay um so uh cam champ got off to a hot start this week pga okay. tour live oh, couldn't resist themselves that's right so he shoots 66 ridiculous. 65 gary woodland was in oh. the pga tour live fan vote friday vote 
the week after he, his first start after winning the U.S. Open. I remember you lost your mind about this. So then, Absolutely went bonkers. On Friday, Cam is going nuts on the front nine, and they leave. They leave him. Woodland had just won the the preceding major championship, and he didn't even get a guaranteed spot in, in, on the PGA Tour lot. He didn't even get his full run. They left at, at, at like, nine. Not, not at like the players or, you know, WGC at the freaking Rocket Classic. So he, he went nuts and they bailed on him. They just gave it to Camp Champ. And then they go over, they switch over to Camp Champ. He shoots 37 on the back. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> they didn't make another birdie, right? I don't think so. And then followed it up by the weekend with 75-73, including <laughs> one of the most obscene backboard oh. attempts of all time failed backboard attempt but then bailed out by slugger getting just a uh, he he was like i can't remember exactly how far away he was like 260 which for him is yeah. not a three wood in any yeah. world realm of possibility it's like a four iron <laughs> and he pulled three wood because he knew he wouldn't hit that in the water and he would hit it off the grandstand so he just right. missiles it, flies everything, and then he gets line of sight relief because of the grandstand. And he drops like 30 yards right of the flag, like a, just an easy little pitch. I do remember that. Oh, God. The, uh, yeah, the rock, the backboards, the rocket mortgage were so egregious. So egregious. Like cutting off fairways almost. So. All Do right. you remember the three one three challenge? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, the most impossible, you know, empty challenge ever. This this is so amusing. So I think we had it wrong. We thought it had but to be done so in we, one day. We, yeah, but it doesn't even matter. But it's the whatever. So uh, if a player made an eagle three on fourteen. And, and and they were calling this area area three one three all right. week. So if you made a eagle on fourteen, a hole Correct in area. one, a hole one on fifteen, and a birdie on sixteen, then the that pro would trigger a a three hundred thirteen thousand uh, dollar charity payout to the to the charity that it was benefiting. So if you make the eagle, ridiculous. a whole one, and then a birdie, <laughs> and like I don't so, care. think I don't about care the insurance one round policy. Four days. Yeah. Think about the insurance policy. It probably costs them for that insurance like a hundred bucks. That was, a, that was the most ridiculous <laughs> activation ever. The odds have it's to ace, be like ridiculous, but also an eagle. <laughs> Even if I know we thought it was one day, and that's like, you know, really, even four days, it's still just not going to happen. God, that was good. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, also happening this week, Justine set up uh, a putter fitting for Patrick at uh, a local club champion. Yeah. One Report was that the the putter was not purchased, but this was the shotgun in the shotgun source, right? I think Somebody so. sending this info. Yeah. So, so uh, Justine called and set it up. He had to get his what was something the laser lined up or whatever. I don't know. So some adjusted, right? Yeah. Um, I can't but we you were just amused that Justine was the one that had this was setting it up. So, uh, Reed, I uh, had like a T5 at this event. It was like one of his best starts of the year. Um, Starting to come around. Yeah, finally got over that Ryder Cup. Um, I I released the place, pace of play report this week <laughs> on Bryson. There you go. Um, Smiley made his first cut since January of 2018. Ooh, good for Smiley. Very good. Um, so John Daly had a ridiculous backboard at the American Family. I saw that. Oh, That's this right. might have been the week before. This was the week before. Yeah, I, I, I uh, 
purposely omitted that. Okay, never mind then. Um, Slugger White article comes out from Guy Yoakum, where Which he talks never about yeah. It's literally his entire identity now, even more so than the whatever cabana hat he wears or whatever it's called, Panama hat. So this was also the week of the U.S. Senior Open. Okay. So um, there was the birdhouse incident. I was going to say the birdhouse. <laughs> birdhouse penalty, right? Yeah. So it was caddy <laughs> went up and tried to tried to pull, tried to move and pull this birdhouse out of uh, out of the ground, and he got a penalty for it. <laughs> I don't know if I can tell you who went one, but I remember the birdhouse incident more, right off the top of my head. Stricker won, and uh, right. McCarron right. was interestingly very off. McCarron's season just took a dive, you know. Um, Especially during the majors stretched. This was a great week for shotgun, shotgun intel. From 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 you guys, the oh, listeners. Now I know where we're going. Okay, we got a got a great great tip about Monty at a at a local Seven Eleven in the south <laughs> Greater South Bend area. Monty came out came out of the store just just bags full of Mountain Dew, <laughs> loading loading up on Mountain Dew. Elder Scott's. Scottish golfer just guzzling Mountain Dew in rural Indiana. Um, and then uh, finally, last thing I got here was that uh, that uh, J.R. Smith went to Pine Valley and bought everything God. this week. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Logo shorts, eight different golf shirts. And, and then also BMW announced its uh, sponsorship of the FedEx Cup playoffs was over to Teddy Greenstein. But that was a short-lived over. Yeah. Then they swooped in and changed things. All right. Good on Detroit. Area 313. Uh, okay. You done? Yeah, I'm done. My Wi-Fi is chopping up again, of course. All right, let's go to 3M Open. Matthew Wolf, this was sneaky, one of the best like final hours of the year. Matthew Wolf beats Bryson DeChambeau. One, one hour single hour. Matthew Wolf beats Bryson DeChambeau and Colin Morikawa by a shot with an eagle on the 18th hole. Morikawa came in in 30 on the back nine. Wolf in 31. Morikawa had like. Two dirty lip outs. Yeah. I think yeah. on 17 could, and 18. Could have come in in like 28. Some He was kind of out of it at the turn. They're like, all right, well, he's just sort of like a, a bit player sideshow. And then he just went nuts on the back nine. Um, Wolf, like he just poured in the pot on 18. I remember him being like really like emotional as much as he will get, I think. You know, and really shook like holy crap, holy shit, that just happened. Fourth start, I think. Second as a pro, maybe it was his third as a pro. Um, and it led to the amazing Bryson meme, who's just kind of on his way to on his way to scoring, and then just cameras are on him. He incredulously looks back, mouth just agape, as he hears news of of the eagle from the 18th green. Uh, one of the better memes of the year. Course Intel, we had a lot of fun with this course. You alluded how it was a former sod farm, which is just a great chunk of land where you'd want to build a course. Uh, flat, Arnold Palmer flat design. and featureless to start. <laughs> it was just pillow soft, which is what everybody kept saying. You know, it's really soft. Uh, you know, Phil, who was there, clearly there for, you know, got paid to be there by somebody. Talking about how the course was spectacular, but very soft. Man-made lakes just on every, you know, on both sides. Or is it TP's Twin Cities? I think is the name of it. The, the um, senior t- seniors would go there and rip it up every year. Before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, you know, they got some big names: Brooks, Phil, Bryson among them. There was like that. I think even Doug Ferguson, AP reporter, 
you know, kind of hinted at there might have been some money being exchanged. I think he said he replaced the S with a dollar sign in one tweet. Um, Tom Lehman, you know, who had, I think, input on the course design, really balled out in this event. But he blew up on Sunday and finished like T fifty eight. T fifty eight. I remember he was playing with somebody that was like a third of his age. Yeah, that sounds right. Maybe Hovland. Maybe Wyndham Clark or somebody like that. Uh, Wyndham Clark like couldn't find the center of the club face and somehow finished. I think inside the top ten. <clears throat> um, <laughs> drivers aren't easier to hit today than they used to be. <laughs> Uh, this was, of course, the big Bryson, the human potential, which we heard about earlier in the year. DeChambeau said 3M's innovative product background was one of the factors in luring him to the event, and he would visit the company's headquarters during tournament week. Quote, that's a big deal for me. I love hearing about and understanding the growing of human potential. I'm excited to see what they're doing for the world, not just the game, the world at large. Um, so then we hear about his visits to the Innovation Center. This is sticky notes. He talks. Yes, I'm getting. Yeah. Allegedly, according to a report from Todd Lewis, he asked the scientist about the technology he could use to make his clubs better and that he was going to go back to that with his manufacturer. Can you imagine just like working for the, like working on clubs your whole life and hearing from Bryson who spent a day? At the 3M like innovation lab, who took like, the, probably the most basic generic tour available. And you go back to some guy who's just under been grinding on clubs his whole life, understands all the technology around him. <laughs> Bryson's in your ear about some you know duct tape he saw at 3M or whatever. <laughs> um, all right, and then he was fascinated. Just completely fascinated by this post-it note uh, technology, this 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 little quirk, where if you rip off a post-it note and then you rip off another post-it note and then you put them together, where the adhesive strip was, you know, you know, back to front, you, you put the two adhesive strips together, you cannot rip it apart, and this just blew Bryson away. It came came out of the the Is tour talking off. I had Todd Lewis did some demonstration. I watched an old video of I'm it. I'm going to do it right now. Oh, we're doing it live right now. We'll do it live, damn it. So, yeah, apparently you take them. All right, now flip it over. Adhesive to adhesive strip. So one's upside down, one's face. And you allegedly cannot pull them apart, according to Bryson. Todd Lewis couldn't do it live on do you, air. Do you Let think the... Bryson, bulk Bryson can pull them apart? <laughs> <laughs> you know it did it came right apart like nothing i don't know i maybe you don't do you have the 3m brand oh these are office depot brand <laughs> there you go well you're we not getting, we don't have 3m quality not, stuff in 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 uh fried egg hq you're not here. working with the at the fullest limit of human potential we buy generic you there know? you go um <laughs> so that was a big thing just blown out away by the post-it note trick um, he allegedly like figured out some putting change when asked what it was. He says it's a secret and he won't reveal it. I love, I love how <laughs> secretive he is. He, he was he the same it. way with the shaft. He loves, well, I'm not going to tell you, which makes you wonder if there really is anything there. I, um, I, I don't wonder. I know there really isn't anything there. <laughs> This is a big time for us getting worked up about the special temporary membership drama and how you could be in no man's land. Like you can't compete in the web finals and you can't get to the FedEx cup. You know, remember us, we were very confused, but also angry about this quite often through these weeks. You know, we, there's that Patrick Rogers example. Yeah. And Morikawa was in it now. Morikawa was kind of in that bind wolf before you, you know, obviously when you win, you're good. You're in the FedEx cup, but. Hoplin yeah. finished well here too. He's probably like another T15 or something. But he was eligible for the web finals. He was able to get in there. Um, Havlin didn't. Oh, yeah. Havlin did. Yeah. yeah. So we were worked up about that. This Bob Gerges returns after his uh, getting popped for dope for a while. Yeah. Three a couple, months. three months suspension for dope. And he provided these quotes, which are, 
I find extremely interesting, relevant, illuminating, given the recent Patrick Reed uh, incident. Quote, I was trying, I wasn't trying to degrade the PGA Tour in any way or my fellow professionals in any way. I don't cheat the game. I understand HGH, anything you are trying to do to cheat the game, you should be suspended for 100%. Everything else should be a discussion. If you have some sort of pain and CBD or THC may help that, and you feel like it can help you and be prescribed by a doctor, then what are we doing? If you are doing marijuana, then we should be testing for alcohol too. If you can buy it in the store, then why are we testing for it? That's my opinion. So I won't get into the separate the political politics of marijuana or THC being legalized, although that seems to be going a pretty, you know, runaway direction. But like the whole cheat the game part of it, like I'm not degrading the PGA Tour in any way. I'm not trying to cheat the game. I'm not taking like PEDs. You know, it, it, it was, I just think it's interesting that he got three months for that versus two strokes for cheating the game precisely um <clears throat> there was some cut line chicanery in minnesota i don't know if you remember this mm -mm. cameron davis in the cameron zone he uh he was playing the last group on friday he needed five shots to get up and down out of a back greenside bunker <clears throat> when he was just 30 feet from the hole and the triple bogey brought brooksy and jason day back into the field you wonder if he was taking a cut you know, maybe you got a lifetime supply of sticky notes to get those big names back on the right side of the cut line. Do you think Brooks was happy? No, I don't think he, I think he was ready to not play two more rounds with three M open. Um, I, I, I can't give you any specifics about this, but Sir Nick was dicking around with sticky notes in the booth. You had were tweeting photos of him putting sticky notes on, you know, his partner's blazer doing something i i don't know what he was saying but <clears throat> um bryson frustrated by pace of play said people call me slow i think this was saturday's round people call me slow and everything but that was even slow for me which i think is just an admission that he's very slow it was frustrating we just couldn't gain any momentum so he talked about how it was too slow even for him um this is when we also got intel uh, of the boy from Bratislava pulling a Sun King. And there were being some confrontations between caddies, some shouting, some yelling, uh, taking a sketchy drop. That from... Well, this is all part of the boy from Bratislava's uh, fabric. You know, you can't know. grow it up really on the is. streets of Bratislava and not, really you know, is. take some liberties to get where you want to get to in life. It really is. It sounds like you didn't exactly take it on the line where it crossed the hazard at all. Um, and there was much, there was some, some angst in, in whatever group he was in. <laughs> um, what else? Also this week, we had the 783-yard par six at the Challenge Tours event in Slovakia. Oh, my God. You remember that? Oh, yeah. You did not know about that. I revealed that to you live on the podcast, and you're kind of left speechless. I mean, it's a par five. It's like a legitimate par five. 780. I think it's a legitimate par six. I don't think but so. We're not getting back. We're not rehashing this. Okay. <laughs> uh, RNA denied John Daly's cart request this week. And on the LPGA with the Thornberry Creek Classic, RIP. Oh, the, one, that, the sponsor exemption. <laughs> the one event that didn't make next year's schedule. But we had Presley Cornelius shot 96-103 to go plus 55. 55 over par through two rounds. And the one thing I still can't understand her driving distance average was 125, 125 yards, and she hit nine of 14 fairways in the second round. And in this first round, her driving distance average was 162 yards, and she hit 10 of 14 fairways. Was she just popping wedges, or what was happening here? And she, she hit no greens or regulations, but... She's like four of 18 regulation. She, she was average, she averaged of, on the week 140 yards off the team. Yes, but hit like a pretty respectable well, she was amount of nowhere. 
How old was this? Was she young? I think she was young. Didn't you found you found some like handicap, maybe fraud, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's she was a member of the tribe that holds this event, and somebody might have boosted her handicap to get her eligible. I don't know what. It's got a sponsor's exemption. Fifty-five right. over par. All right, that's this week. Now we're on to the deer. You you somehow oh, okay. did two in a row. Yeah, I don't know what happened here. Okay, so you get more of my voice. I didn't have a whole lot about deer. Do you know who won this event? Um, yes, I do. A Fratelli. Yeah, Dylan Fratelli wins at twenty-one under. I we're, you know why I remember. <clears throat> What? Because he putted with like a, a two footer with the fucking pin in. <laughs> I don't remember that, but yeah. To win. <laughs> it just looks so ridiculous. Yeah. He beat Russ Henley, who shot, I think, a 61 on Sunday. Andrew Landry, who lost the 54 hole lead. Um, this was another big week for these young guns like Wolf, Hovland, Morikawa, Justin Saw, also in the field. They were like the betting favorites. That's how. Um, I don't know. I might have gone out to this event. Thin the field. I don't think you did. Did you? Maybe the year before. I can't remember. Yeah. Zach. Well, Bryson, the the year who won the year before. I, this sent me into orbit. Tweeted, you know, PJ Tour shared it. Like, uh, here's the 2017 Classic winner. Here's the video. Bryson quote tweeted, remember it like yesterday. Wish I could be there this week. And well, like he could have been there. He could have been. I remember like losing my mind about that. Of course you can be there. You don't like you you very well can patronize this event. It's not like you're incapable of going. Yeah, Wish. Zach Johnson's done it for years. And then someone responded, some person on Twitter who not fully up to speed on things. Said, are you injured or did you not qualify this year? I remember I had fun with that. Didn't qualify for the deer. <laughs> Wish I could be there. Um, what else? ZJ kabooms, keeps kabooming down the world rankings. So he, uh, I read this. I don't have the source. I think this is the Des Moines Register. Coming off three weeks of mental and physical rest following the US Open, ZJ was a fountain of optimism. Tuesday in his pre-tournament news conference. By Thursday evening, not even the friendly confines of the John Deere Classic seemed to be on his side. For the first time in 11 years, Johnson failed to break par at TPC Deer Run. Think about that. Par better for 11 years at Deer Run. That's not even adjusted par. <laughs> no. So, CJ couldn't even find comfort in the, the heartland, the Quad Cities. It's a, the middle uh, troops are used to fighting offshore battles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't, Bob shouldn't be on in the middle of the, you know, home territory. Hosun Choi played. He like tumbled across the tee box on one shot. as usual. Uh, Robert Allenby got in the field replacing Ben Crane. We got all sorts of story about Allenby, like, you know, posting up down by the river and some RV this week and being his return to return. I wonder if he went back to his casino <laughs> where he peed. Didn't he piss? I think so. In the middle of the riverboat casino or something. Uh, elsewhere this week, this was when uh, Jenna Sims dressed up in a provocative outfit for the Aspies. Uh, that was revealing, to say the least. Provide a lot of a lot of content. Uh, we got the wedding theory from Spartan Butters. Ah, oh, that was an unbelievable theory. Honestly, more interesting probably than the deer itself. <laughs> Just that. Uh, here's the second part. Of it. So a guilty pleasure of mine is following Jenna on Instagram. What did of. you say about the guilty pleasure? Sure, guilty. Yeah, <laughs> I forget. I made some crack about it. I've started to notice a trend. She goes to a ton of weddings and Brooks is always playing in an event that week and she virtually always solo. Hell, he gave a best man speech over FaceTime because he was playing in the CJ Cup. I think he picks his events based on when there's a wedding on the schedule. So one of the all-time theories, the, the Spartan Butters wedding theory about Brooks and Jenna's schedule. Um, it's an amazing oh, theory. It really is a good theory. Uh, 
what else did we have this week? DJ Trahan mix up. I called him Donald Roland. That was not good. The swing surgeon. Ed, Ed Fiore, pool boy flashback. Oh, okay. Another one of your best flashbacks. I can't I can't get over the traveler the traveling logo. What do you mean? I just think that there's real potential there. Elsewhere, what else did we have? More cow clinches his tour card, special temporary. You get worked up about no cut major championship in Akron on the champions tour. TPC senior players. It's a major with no cut. Well, didn't they? This is like during a stretch of like three in a row. Yeah, but with like weeks off. Yeah. Because none of them get on the boat in a couple weeks. Speaking of uh, ZJ, the PXG store opens up in Chicago this week. Oh. And on the wall is this big mural that says Bob Parsons. Simply put, PXG clubs are the ducks nuts, which we had a lot of fun with trying to understand what that even means duck testicles is that a good thing what does that even mean ducks uh, have you been to that pxg chicago store yet can't say that i have said you were gonna go uh that's it there's a crappy playoff the scottish open remember cheeseburger beat i think a bear maybe the so. cheeseburger all right best Moving player on. on the year to your tour in last year all right. Do you want to do yeah. the Do you want to do the uh, Barbie? Do real the Barbie. Quick? Yeah, let's do I Barbie. Real didn't quick. do Rip much research that. on the That's Barbie. Fine. You don't need to. You know who uh, won the Barbie? Jim Herman. Do you know who finished second? I don't. Kelly Kraft. Oh, good for Kelly. Herman uh, Herman nudges Kraft by one. Kelly okay. Kraft bogeys two of the final three. And uh, Herman, like, hadn't played well in a very, very long time. Right. I found this quote. He was injured. He had some foot problems. But I found this quote. Second win was big because it got him. Um, it, it, if you win twice on tour, you're, you got a spot on the Champions Tour. Right. Right. You never know what everyone's thinking when you're in your 40s. And the game is not always there. Sometimes you think, oh, I've got two kids and a wife at home. I've had some really good success, and maybe it's going to be my time to be done. I guess we can delay that for a while. <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should, while we're on that topic, I should say the week before was when Beef qualified for the Open with his finish at the Scottish Renaissance Club. He like, kind of hadn't been playing well, and then he wrote that blog about how he's battling depression. Mm-hmm. finished like third at the scottish and got like really emotional post round while we're on the subject of guys getting it back a little bit so all right um yeah. skins jimmy, games announced jimmy herman yeah th- there was something about tr- trump it, g- trump giving him a putting tip or something it's like uh, didn't he win and only get to like 137 or something on the yeah. fedex cup standings or something ridiculous that just the 300 point, 300 FedEx Cup points didn't take him very far, but he's got two years up there now. That's true. That's true. You know, true. two years for those opposite field events. That's right. <laughs> two guys, two guys won this year. Opposite field events that didn't make the FedEx Cup. Who's the other trainer? Trainer. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. All right, open. <laughs> you know what I want to say about the what I remember randomly about Barbasol is John Merrick made the notables on the leaderboard <laughs> graphic sometimes. So do you remember that? Yeah. John Merrick. He was like, you know, T 43rd notable John Merrick. Okay. <clears throat> the open. You want to start or should I? All right. Um, I guess, I guess we should start with. Um... Pre pre tourney. Yeah. Phil's hard reset. Yeah. He he announced that he just finished finished a six day fast. <laughs> Water and coffee. Special well, coffee. Wellness coffee. Whatever that wellness coffee. <laughs> he, he lost fifteen pounds. I mean Phil's like this is the anti fig jam week. He was like felt resigned. 
Remember he told Golf Channel he's just here because he loves the Open <laughs> and asked if he could find something and win this week. He said, I'm so not into results or trying to win right now. This is right on the heels of his hard reset. Um, Brooks, uh, Brooks said, I just practice before the majors. I don't practice before the regular tournaments. If you see me on TV, that's when I play golf. Um, Tiger announces that he passed his driver test. That was like a big thing in his uh, early week press conference. There's a kid awake. I got to stop. All right. All right. Well, Andy, we're going to have to cut it short. Our plan was to get through the FedEx Cup. Had some. The uh, best laid plan. Had some issues. Best laid plan. <laughs> we started the open. Turns out I'm a uh, solo child care provider this evening. And, well, my kids keep waking up and screaming their faces <laughs> off. So <laughs> it's taken like an hour and a half to just try and keep recording five it's minutes. It's so. an understandable excuse. I think yeah, what, it's a long wife had a death in the family. <laughs> I'm watching some kids by myself. They keep waking up and we can't get our year in review done. May, so. may or may not have watched too many scary movies today. <laughs> may or may, that, that's <laughs> supposed to disclose that while I was researching dumb golf facts, you know, real dead of the year type day for me. So uh, we're not going to get through the, the year in review. I need to get my kids to stop waking up and screaming and crying and put them to bed and take care of them. So uh, we will do a truncated part, part six. Shit. <laughs> we had started the open and then they woke up and damn it. Um, we'll rip through it. We have all our research done. We're going to rip through it. It will Maybe. be posted in 2019. Yeah. I, I have a serious OCD about it. Not getting up 2020. So, um, We'll finish it out and post it either Tuesday or Wednesday, probably Tuesday, because that Wednesday's 2020. So we'll get this done, get it up. Blame my kids that you don't have your full year in review. I've, that's fine, but uh, these are the uh, blame, costs. Blame it on the kids. Cost of doing business. I'll I'll try to get the kids to refund your money. <laughs> not getting a full year in review on Monday morning. We'll have the last chunk at some point this week. All right. Everyone enjoy your Mondays and uh, we'll be back with part six. Mm-hmm.